It's Bay. Oh! Welcome to Wrexham. But from the age of 13, it was just wheelchair racing. That's all I wanted to do. Wearing black trunks with white trim, hailing from a new bridge of South Wales. The Millennium Stadium bounces a volume of sound off the roof. Welcome to Soft Power, a podcast that will explore the impact Welsh sport has on the brand of Wales and how it is applied in the real world. My name's Rhys Waters, and this week we'll be talking to Andrew Wagstaff, the head of Wales in Canada. I'm responsible for raising Wales' profile in Canada, contributing to growing the Welsh economy by increasing exports from Welsh companies into Canada and increasing inward investment from Canada into Wales, and then also establishing Wales as a globally responsible nation amongst Canadian stakeholders. As any Canadian school kid will tell you, the capital city of Canada is Ottawa. Yet Andrew's office is in Montreal. But don't worry, he didn't miss. There is a smart strategic purpose to having Wales set up office in Canada's largest francophone city. So I set up the Welsh government's office in Canada in 2018. Previously, Canada was covered by our team in the United States, but as Over the years, Wales has started to develop more and more links with Canada, and Canada has become increasingly important from an export and inward investment perspective. We realised that we needed to have a physical presence on the ground in Canada. Um, I guess very much like back in the UK, where Wales is uh, often a little bit miffed about being overlooked, or we assume that everything can be done from, or some people assume that everything can be done from London, whereas we spend a lot of our time reminding people that, we have our own government and we have our own way of doing things and we have our own culture and our own objectives and our own priorities. There's your first link, I guess, with Canada, the first link with Canada um, in that I think a lot of people around the world think that Canada is the sort of um, uh, baby brother to the United States, whereas it's its own place. It has its own culture. It has its own way of doing things. Um, And so we realized that we needed to have somebody in Canada um, if we wanted to seriously work with Canadians. In Quebec, there's a very strong understanding of the importance of unique cultural heritage within a larger being. Um, And so in Wales, our language and our culture, so be that music, be that sport, be that literature, um, be that television and creative uh, content that we put out, it's really, really important to Wales and it's something that we really excel at. It's not dissimilar in Quebec. I mean, we have a very uh, uh, different approach to language policy specifically. However, the link between language and culture and identity and being a smaller part of a larger whole is, is very prominent in Quebec and very uh, very important to Quebecers so it it was a natural home for us um, to set up our office in Montreal and so coming to represent Wales in Canada being based in Quebec I felt very very welcomed I felt very uh, it's felt like a home away from home it really has. Andrew has on the ground experience of using sports diplomacy. So diplomacy is about making connections and building relationships and and so to be able to draw people in to look at Wales and think about Wales 
in a really positive way before you even start a conversation about what it is that you want to talk about is really, really important. And so sport is a really, really easy way of doing that. When you use soft power to start a conversation, it's like pushing in an open door because they're already interested in what you have to say before you even say it. You want to talk about whales and you want to talk about cybersecurity, the person you're talking to might not be on the same page as you, or they might even be your competitor. They might be interested in another sector, for example. However, when you use sport or music, for example, or even the soft power of Wales' geography, Wales is beautiful uh, and people like to visit it. When you use those things to start a conversation, the person you're talking to is already interested in what you have to say. And so you can start that relationship before you even get onto the topic that you want to talk about. I think Welsh soft power is one of our biggest selling points. Um, When I am promoting Wales as part of the United Kingdom in Canada, even though Wales has a lot of hard power selling points, so we have a strong compound semiconductor sector, for example, we have a very strong cybersecurity industry, Um, we have we're only 5% of the UK's population, but we're 10% of the aerospace sector, so we really punch above our weight in aerospace. We have some what I would describe as uh, hard power selling points. However, when you are in a different country and you're selling a part of the United Kingdom, even though these are things like cybersecurity, compound semiconductors, aerospace, they're things that make Wales stand out within the UK context. When you're abroad trying to demonstrate why you are so different from Northern Ireland, for example, or why you're so different from Scotland or why you're so different from England can be a little bit challenging because sometimes you can get lost in the in the conversation um, because, of course, it's not just the United Kingdom that's uh, speaking with the Canadians, it's everybody. Um, so we're trying to demonstrate how we are different, not just different from England and Northern Ireland and Scotland, but we're also trying to demonstrate how we're different from Flanders and Wallonia and the Netherlands and Catalonia and the Basque Country, etc. Um, however, our soft power is something that I think really makes us unique. So much so, they've been busy measuring it. In 2018, the British Council of Wales produced a study called the Wales Soft Power Barometer, where it measured Wales against nine other regions around the world. So there were 10 regions in total across North America, Europe, uh, and Asia, and pegged Wales against these nine other regions against eight measures of soft power, including sports, culture, political values, luxury goods that are produced by these regions, the friendliness of the area, etc. And Wales was ranked out of 10 for each of these measurables. And in sports, Wales came number two. The only region that came above Wales was Catalonia. And we all know how good uh, Barcelona are. And that shows to us that sport is where Wales has a a really unique opportunity to sell itself. It's where Wales has something really unique to say. Our office is based in Montreal in Quebec. And in the Wales Soft Power Barometer, Quebec was ranked number one out of the 10 regions that were studied. It had a soft power score of 65%. Wales, on the other hand, had a soft power score of 48%. So there's definitely stuff that we can do to learn uh, from our Canadian partners. And so even though there are 
other areas of soft power where Wales is maybe less influential. For example, one of the measurables was cuisine. Wales, unfortunately, came ninth, ninth out of 10. I think that's slightly unfair. Um, uh, however, the visibility of Welsh cakes in Canada is, uh, I've got a little bit more work to do there, I think. So we want to use what Wales is good at, i.e. its sporting prowess, to build on the visibility that sport is already bringing to Wales and take it to the next level. Wales is typically a modest nation. We don't always recognise our own strength in sport. Andrew believes it's because it's a part of our everyday life. It's an area where I think in Wales, we just see it as part of everyday life. It's something that is just... Uh, if you're Welsh, it's part of who you are. Um, even if you are not necessarily a uh, an active sports fanatic yourself, you are very conscious of the importance of sports to Wales as a nation. It's something that really brings the nation together. Um, it's something that uh, it's in every town, it's in every street. There's there's definitely uh, a, a pride that comes with with sport in Wales that on one hand is very, very domestic. When you're in Wales, it it's something that really makes you feel like you're, you're part of Wales. And so I think maybe sometimes in Wales we forget that that, that real sense of pride and community that you feel when you're involved with sport in Wales, that does translate outside of Wales as well. Um, it's not just something that we can export as and we can show people the importance of what sport means in Wales, but it's something that we can actually use to bring people into Wales. It's something that we can use to make people feel like they're part of something bigger or try and use sport to transfer that that Welsh passion that we feel in Wales when we're involved in sport. That passion translates, I think, internationally through having these conversations uh, uh, or, or through using sport as a soft power lever when we're working in international markets. And while we're using the term sport, we often get assumed we're focused just on rugby. If you had to name, if an international person had to name something about Wales, uh, it wouldn't be surprising if rugby was one of those things that was high up on the list. Um, you say, tell me something about Scotland, and they'll say whiskey and haggis and kilts. If you say, tell me something about Wales, you'll hear you might hear some symbols like leagues and daffodils, etc. But rugby is one of those things that you always hear about. It's something that Wales is known internationally for, which is fantastic as a starting point because uh, it's a really great way of engaging people, um, particularly in Europe. Uh, the, the power of rugby uh, and things like the home nations uh, has a lot of visibility in Europe. In Canada, rugby is visible, but there are other parts of the Welsh sports sector really, really starting to get international attention. We've obviously qualified for the Football World Cup for the first time since 1958, and we're really excited um, about the uh, the programme of matches that we've got coming up in Qatar in November. We've seen huge investment in Welsh hockey, and the profile of Welsh hockey is now uh, increasing globally. And a specific link that I really like between Wales and Canada is ice hockey. The Cardiff Devils is owned by four Canadian businessmen from Calgary. And I've met several contacts in market, Canadian contacts in market here in Canada, who 
whose original link to Wales was through hockey. They were either playing hockey in Wales themselves. I, when I say hockey, I mean ice hockey now. Um, I think I've gone gone native. Uh, when you're in Wales and you talk about hockey, you mean field hockey. When you're in Canada and you talk about hockey, you mean ice hockey. Um, so I've met several contacts here in market now who know Wales and have spent time in Wales either through playing for the Welsh team or through training the Welsh team. And that's a really nice link because that's something that I must admit I I never thought about before I came out to Canada. Obviously, Canada is... Uh, Canada is probably the number one country in the world for ice hockey. It's it's a, a part of Canada's national identity. It's not something where I ever thought that there would be a strong link with Wales. However, now that I'm here to see that there are Canadians that have actually spent time in Wales, who have lived in Wales because of ice hockey, I think that that's a really nice way of completing the circle of what sports diplomacy is about diplomacy is meant to be a two-way conversation i something that really shocked me was one of my neighbors said to me oh where are you you know where are you from and i said wales and he was like i used to play for the cardiff devils and then he told me a bunch of stories about his the time uh, him and his wife used to live in panath and all their favorite restaurants and uh the, the water taxi over to the bay and it was it just blew my mind i never expected to for him to kind of uh, have that much of a, a connection to Wales when I when I kind of mentioned where I was from to him. That's awesome, and that's not the first time that I've heard a story like that. Uh, it's funny. I mean, it's funny that that person lived on your street. Um, I've I've run into pe- I have literally run into people in the street uh, who have similar stories. Canada's half the size of the UK in terms of population, but it's a very big country. <laughs> so to be able to run it, I mean the. Um, um, the first time I met one of the four owners of the Cardiff Devils was on the boardwalk in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, we were, I was standing in a little tent promoting Wales. Uh, I had some Visit Wales uh, merchandise, and I, it was a. Um, I was collaborating with UK government. We were promoting Wales as a tourist destination, and a man came up to me and said, uh, "I own the Cardiff Devils," and I said what? Um, (laughs) uh, I'm sure you don't. And he said, yes, I do. Uh, And he was on holiday in Halifax from Calgary, which is where he's normally based. Um, He'd seen the the Welsh flags that we had up uh, and it piqued his attention. And it was was fantastic uh, to be able to um, start a conversation in the street with someone who not only had been to Wales, lived in Wales, but was invested in Wales to be able to have a conversation with Canadian partners where they're actually coming to Wales to partake in ice hockey. And that's a draw for them. And it's a way of actually bringing people into the country, not just exporting our sport around the world. I think that's a really nice way of demonstrating that this is this is a two-way thing. Wales is not just uh, an export destination for sport, and it's not just something that we excel at personally, but it's also potentially an inward investment destination for sport with increased awareness of Wales' strengths in sport across various different sports, there is the opportunity there for increased inward investment, I think, and increase in the number of people visiting Wales for sporting purposes. And so to see that in Canada, to see Canadians traveling to Wales or moving to Wales, living in Wales, in that case, spending money in the Welsh economy because of ice hockey is not something that I thought of before I moved out to Canada. But now that I'm here, I can really see the value in that and would like to encourage more of it. 
In the next episode, we embed ourselves with the Welsh women's rugby team as they land in Halifax to play Team Canada, and we'll learn what it means to be a diplomat in a tracksuit. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please visit wales.com slash Canada to meet the team behind it and to find out more. This has been a Podstarter production. production.